It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio, Hugh Douglas, the Midday Show. Kyle Quinn behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. That is how you hop aboard on this Monday. Lots to react to here. Chauncey Garner-Johnson is a lion. The Eagles lose him over the weekend. One year, $8 million deal. Kind of a he said, she said with the contract stuff. But he's not here. And I think it's a mistake by the Eagles. Use blaming the agent. Your take on all that. We'll get some Philly stuff next hour. James Seltz is going to join us live in Clearwater for an actual champ camp check-in from Clearwater. He's there, of course, with the morning show. They had a great show today. John Middleton was on her. Charlie Manuel was driving in. So a lot of great Philly stuff. And, of course, Trey Turner hitting those uh, home runs in the World Baseball Classic. Making people nervous. Trey? Yeah, he's making people nervous. Oh, like people down in Atlanta? Yeah, man, a little bit. Well, they better be nervous. <laughs> Philly's got better this offseason. So we'll get to all that coming up. And, of course, the Sixers stuff uh, as well. But let's go out to the guest line right now. Elliot Shore-Parks joining us to talk about the Eagles losing Chauncey Garner-Johnson. Hey, Elliot. Elliot. What up? How you guys doing? Pretty good, pretty good. So, Elliot, what do you make of this story with CJ, GJ, and the, and the agent and everything? Yeah, so I think it's a, it's an interesting story. It's not something you normally see play out so publicly like this in terms of the agent tweeting things out. But I think that while there's a lot of ways to attack it, and I'm sure we will uh, in this interview, I think the, the core of it is this: the Eagles didn't really want Chauncey Gardner-Johnson back. Hmm. If they wanted him back, the initial offer would have been good enough, right? Like we can discuss about a multi-year offer versus one year, all those things, whatever the offer was. And, you know, I do think it's probably somewhat in line with what that agent tweeted out. I think if the Eagles wanted Chauncey back, he would be back. I think that, and Hugh, you can speak to this from being in the organization, when they, when they like a young player, they lock that player up early, right? They pay to keep that young player in the building. Mm-hmm. So I think that the Eagles had interest in bringing him back if they could get him at a price that they felt was fair to them. Mm-hmm. I, it's clear they were not going to overpay to bring him back. Uh, you know, I do think they made him an offer early on, and then when there was trouble with negotiating, they moved on to Slay and Bradbury and Fletcher Cox, which I think was the right decision. But even still, let's say, you know, Chauncey yesterday would have said, I'll take the initial offer. I'm sure the Eagles would have still given it to him. I just think at this point, it's clear they did not prioritize him as a free agent. Hmm. Well, it, it does feel like something something didn't go the way everyone thought it would. Because I think the projection, the pro, you know, assumption was, Elliot, he'd get more money. He'd get a multi-year deal at his age. He didn't. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, I think it'd be one thing today if the Lions came in and gave him three years, $42 million. I think everyone would be like, oh, wow, he got overpaid, and, and then, you know, they wanted him more, whatever. But are you surprised that his market was just on a one-year deal considering his age? I mean, maybe a, a little, but, you know, 
I think it's what's really also at the core of this is, is that Chauncey is not the attractive free agent many people thought, right? I think Chauncey, because of his age, has a ton of upside, right? He's a great athlete. I think he has really good football instincts. Like, I think all those things are true. But he's also somebody that is, has played the position he is now, like, signing on to play for one year, right? Look at, look at Marcus Epps. Marcus Epps didn't get much more money than Chauncey. He got, I think, maybe $10 million guaranteed over two years, so you could debate, you know, signing a year away, whatever. Marcus Epps is not as good of a player, in my opinion, as Chauncey. But Marcus Epps has played safety for multiple years, right? So I think that when teams looked at, looked at Chauncey, they said, you know, we like him as a nickel. He wants to play safety. We know he can do a bunch of things. I think there just wasn't really a clear defining characteristic for Chauncey that made teams want to really pay him. So a one-year deal, I think for him, he can go to Detroit, he can play safety again, and then maybe next year he cashes in. But this is why the whole time I never thought signing him was a huge priority because he's just not the player, I think, that maybe his, his agent, obviously, but also I think fans kind of, Expect, like thought of him. I just don't think he's as good as people thought. Who do you think is more culpable in this? Is it on, on CJGJ or was it his agent for not having all the information that he needed to make an informed decision for him or give him the information that he needed, I should say? Yeah, so I think with the agent thing, look, I wasn't privy to the conversations between the agent and CJ. So I don't want to sit here and say he told CJ he was going to get this much and that didn't happen, whatever. But I think that, you know, because of Chauncey publicly tweeting throughout this whole thing, it does seem like Chauncey felt that there were going to be better offers, right? Tweeting that the disrespect is real, you know, mm-hmm. changing his profile picture, putting it back, the leading pitcher is putting it back on. It seems like it was an emotional free agency for, uh, for Chauncey, which I understand. It's a big moment in his life. But so when you talk about who to blame, I mean, it does seem like they expected more money to be out there than was. But my guess is a lot of uh, agents and their safety clients probably feel that way, right? You look at the money that's been going to safeties. No one really got big money besides Jesse Bates. And again, Jesse Bates has played the position for multiple years. He was a, a good investment. He was more of a sure thing. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't think anybody's really to blame other than, yeah, maybe they just expected more money than what was going to be out there. Gotcha. Well, now, Elliot, they have to replace him. So, so give us some thoughts on that. Because it's one thing to say, and we do this anytime there's a free agent, well, he's not worth the money. Well, he wasn't that good. Okay, that's great. That, and that, I, that might be correct. Well, then what? Because, you know, you don't want to go from good or pretty good to bad. What's your thought on, on what's out there at safety, where they could go? I mean, we discussed the Jalen Mills thing a little bit on Friday with the familiarity right. here. What do you think about the safety market as it stands and where they might pivot? Yeah, so when I, when I think about what they need in the safety, and, and they need two now, right? We can get into the Reed Blank and ship, ship conversation, but he is certainly not a sure thing by, by any stretch, right? So I think when you look at what they need in a safety, I don't think they have to go out and get a, a big name. Like they don't, I don't think they have to go out and get like a young playmaker. With how they play and how I expect them to play under uh, the new defensive coordinator, you just need someone that's going to sit back there <clears throat> excuse me, and make the right reads, right? I think that sometimes what Chauncey struggled with in coverage was just like learning the position, adjusting, like, <clears throat> excuse me, big plays, those type of things, right? Wow. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. This never happened. Puff, puff, pass, man. Puff, puff, pass. <laughs> All good, Um, all good. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. But so I think when you look at what they need in the safety, I think you're looking at veterans, right? Like guys that have been in the league for a while, they're going to have a good pass rush, they're going to have good cornerbacks. So I don't think you need a risk taker back there at safety. When you look at the guys that are out there, uh, John Johnson is someone that they liked before he signed in Cleveland. I think he would be a Marcus Epps replacement. If you look at Adrian Amos, uh, he has history with the defensive coordinator. Um, you know, he would be a Chauncey Gardner-Johnson replacement. But the other name is, is Kevin uh, 
how do you pronounce it? Kevin Bernard from, from Tennessee. He's the one that moved all around. He's from Philadelphia. He's 29. He's been a top 10 safety in the league each of the last two seasons. I don't think any of these guys are going to cost big money. And I think you can make the argument all of them would have been an, will end up being an upgrade over Chauncey. So while they lost Chauncey, and you're right, Joe, the question is always how do you replace him? I think there are a lot of really good options out there for replacing him. With that being said, you know, are you still are you thinking that maybe they go with the, the veteran guy but still draft one in the draft just to, to have like a backup player? Yeah. So I think in free agency, you know, we, we always react to their moves on like, well, I guess they're not going to take this player now. I don't think any position is ruled out. I think mm. at number 10, they'll take the best player on the board, right? Because it's a high spot. I don't, they've, they've missed in the past. Like with Rager, I think they drafted for need. They felt they needed a speed receiver, and that's why they drafted him. And obviously, we all know how that played out, right? So I think that at 10, they will look for just the best player. But I think a safety is certainly possible. I think a cornerback is still possible. I, I would bet they go along the lines, preferably defensive lines. But I think what they want to do and what Howie has done a good job of really throughout his time here is never drafting at that spot where he has to come in and play right away, right? So even if there is a safety like at 10 or or at 30, I think you still need to sign veteran guys because for the expectations for this team, expecting a rookie to come in right away and play, I I think is, you know, somewhat risky. Well, Elliot, speaking of veteran guys, one guy I think that you think they'll miss more than most people and certainly more than Chauncey Garner-Johnson, it kind of flew under the radar because it happened before Chauncey, and I think people expected it anyway. Isaac Sayamalu leaving on a three-year deal to go to the Steelers. Um, How much do you think they'll miss him, and and are we not talking about that enough? Yeah, look, I I think they will miss him. He was a really underrated player, uh, just you know, talk to other players on that offensive line, especially Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson, and they will tell you that Isaac was an extremely underrated player, extremely smart, uh, very, uh, you know, reliable. So when you talk about the, the team, right, and, uh, and what, how they're going to be good next year, it's with that offensive line. Like, that's the heart of the team. That's the backbone of the team. So replacing Sayamalu with Cam Jurgens, Jurgens could be better. It's certainly possible. He was drafted higher. I think he comes into the NFL with a higher ceiling. But – you know, Sayamalu was really good, and a really good way for this season to come apart is if the offensive line isn't good. So I understand ultimately why they didn't match the money for Sayamalu. You can't pay every single position on offense, especially with Devontae's contract coming up next year. But I do think fans are underestimating. Like, I think he's a way bigger loss than Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. So, so I, I think that it's certainly in camp how Jurgens plays is going to be a big deal. Yeah, you know, it is, and, and now he's got to be the guy. He's got to play there. And then also, Elliot, their depth is now taking a hit, right? Because if Sayamalo's yeah. here and Jurgens is, is your number one backup across, let's say, center, left guard, right guard, that's a way better situation. Now it's not just like, all right, can Jurgens play? Probably can, but they have less depth with Sayamalo off the board. Well, and it's not just Sayamalo. They lost Dillard, too, right. who was their top backup at both tackle spots. And I think that's the other thing that, you know, again, I know why Chauncey's getting a lot of the attention, but I think the priority – like from right now, is depth on those lines. If you look mm. at defensive tackle, if you look at their offensive line, they are, they've been really deep at them the last few years. They're now an injury away, away at defensive tackle and really any spot on the line where they're in major, major problems uh, on that offensive line too. So they'll address safety, but I think the Eagles, and I'm sure they are, 
need to be looking for veteran options that are backups along those lines because that's really what made the Eagles great last year. They had a great offensive line, a great defensive line, and they wanted the line of scrimmage really every game up until the Super Bowl. So depth is going to be key for them. Elliot, before we let you go, um, the, the line is moving all over the place this morning for how many points I'm going to score tonight in the, uh, the PAL basketball game before the Sixers. Oh, so we're, we're yeah. currently at four and a half. What do you think? Over, under? I got him at 10. So, okay. So I've seen some of these basketball games, right? I think if you score a basket, that would be a victory for you. And here's why. The game's much shorter than you think, number one. Number two, no one's passing you the ball. So it's really just going to be however many times you get the rebounds, you just got to score. I don't think I've ever seen anybody pass the ball in this game to anybody. So when you say four and a half, there might only be, I don't know, 12 total points scored. I would, without question, take that under. All right, Elliot's got the under with a little reasoning for Elliot. We appreciate you hopping on. We'll talk soon. Window Nation has the coolest deal ever for keeping you warm. Get two windows free with every two you buy with zero down payment, zero monthly payments, and pay zero interest for 24 months. Now is the perfect time to take advantage of Window Nation's deep discounts all while reinvesting in your biggest asset. Not to mention the savings on your energy. Up to 43% of your home utility bill goes to heating and cooling. With new Window Nation windows, you can cut those energy bills during cold winter months by keeping your hot air in and the cold air outside. Go with the window company that has installed over 1 million windows, all with 96% customer satisfaction. Now is the time to upgrade the look and feel of your home, all while saving thousands on your energy bills. Call 866-90-NATION and get two windows free with every two you buy with no limit. Plus, make no down payment, no payments, and pay no interest for 24 months. Call Window Nation today, 866-90-NATION, or go to windownation.com and tell them Elliot Shore Park sent you.